Good morning. It's time for a cool conversation. I'm your host, George Plummer. With us today, Katie Davis. She's professor of theater at Science and Arts. And Katie, good to have you back on the show. Good morning, George. It's great to be here. We have a couple things to talk about. Uh, we always have you in to talk about the Davis Waldorf Performing Arts Series, which is going to be getting underway very, very soon. So looking forward to that. Absolutely. We've got a, a big month ahead of us getting ready for that to start. Right. And we'll talk about uh, other things with the performing arts uh, divisions at the university. So we want to thank our sponsors for letting us be here today on a beautiful Saturday morning. And that includes Community Bank of Oklahoma and its locations in Chickasha, Verdon, and Newcastle, along with Stanley Systems. All right. So uh, DWPAS has is, is come to known and, you know, uh, with the Davis Waldorf Performing Arts Series is back. Yes, and it is exciting. Um, many people know that last year, because of quarantine and because of taking safety measures for the pandemic, we did not have live performances on campus for this series. We did have a 20th season, and we did it all online. It was a virtual season. People could subscribe, show up in Zoom, interact with the artists, hear them perform watch workshops, and, and it was a really successful year. But boy, is it fun to be able to have performers back on stage on campus and to invite audiences back live. Right. It's it's good to watch it, like, on your computer or if you can have access on your on your home television. Uh, but so much better live. Live theater is just such a great experience, and we're glad to have that back this year. Absolutely. And what we did was we moved the entire season that we had planned for our 20th anniversary season. All of those artists agreed to extend contracts, so they're coming this year. So it really is going to be a blockbuster season. Um, we've got five acts this year, two in the fall and three in the spring, and each of them is a little bit different, and I'm really excited to tell people about them. And your work with this really starts several months ahead of time, if not the year before, but uh, I guess that wasn't so much this year since all the acts last year decided to, to come back. So, But still, a lot of details have to be worked out, and how do you screen for the, the performances, uh, the performers that you want to come in to, to perform? So I work with a great committee. It is made up of myself and four other people from the Science and Arts Campus and five people from our community at large, people who represent the schools and the Arts Council, um, citizens who love the arts in Chickasha. And we meet a year ahead of time at least where we start talking about what would be a great season. We think about particularly a balance of we like to include something theater, something from the world of dance. We like to include music and different forms of music. And then we also think about the students on campus, that if they've come in as a freshman, we want them to have a different kind of experience with the series every year for four years. So we really try to think about four years of planning all of the time so that if they've seen ballet, they'll see tap another year. If they've seen modern dance, they'll see hip-hop. If they've been to a comedy play performed, maybe they'll see something that's a movement, weird piece mm -hmm. that's different than that. Um, and that really is the joy of it, is trying to think ahead and plan for a long-term experience for the students on campus. And at the same time, thinking about what people in our community want to see, what they would enjoy access to, what we might not otherwise see in Grady County unless our series brought it here for us live. And then how do you go about finding the different acts? So it 
is a lot of time on the internet and a lot of time talking with agents. Most of the acts that we bring in are represented nationally by professional agencies like Balin Arts Management or IMG Artists. And so you can start off by looking at samples on their websites. These groups usually have a huge presenters conference every year where the artists come and basically audition and show you what their shows are going to be like. And again, because of the pandemic, those have been distant, virtual, not in person for a couple of years now. But it it really is like a big audition process. We can watch three or four or five days worth of videos until we really catch something that we say, wow, that's fantastic. This year was a little easier because one of the things we knew we wanted to do was go back and bring back some of the acts from the history of the series that the audiences here loved the best. So you're actually going to see some repeat performances, some as recently as five or six years ago, that we really wanted to have back on campus. We're going to talk about those here in just a little bit, but uh, we want to talk about uh, certainly uh, the first show is coming up in a couple of weeks, but we've got season tickets that uh, we'd like folks to uh, to purchase and be part of for the whole season. Absolutely. So we always would like for people to be subscribers because you can get a discount and it makes each show just a little bit cheaper if you buy them as a block. But it also helps us to judge seating and arranging that. And this year, that's even more important. One of the things we've instituted this year is there is going to be a limited amount of seating for each show. So priority seating is going to go to people who are season ticket holders. So buying tickets for the whole season, even if you decide maybe you want to give one set of tickets away to somebody else, they're totally transferable. Um, And by doing that, it would let us absolutely know that we can know, okay, these are the seats we've held for subscribers, and then maybe there'll be a limited number of individual tickets for each show. But people shouldn't count on being able to walk up and get tickets at the door or getting tickets last week like they like in that last week like they used hmm. to be able to do. So uh, maximum attendance would be... Um, depending on the show. 500 or so, I guess. Yeah, it depends on the show because we're using different venues. Some of the performances are going to happen in Teata, which is our big memorial auditorium on campus. So we can seat three, 400 people really safely and easily in that space. But some of the performances will be in the ballroom. And the kind of intimate performance that's kind of a club feeling to it really is going to limit down to less than 200 people in the seats for those shows. Any shows in uh, Davis Hall Amphitheater? You know, we're, we're going to hold on to Davis Hall for the theater department okay. this year because we get to be back on stage too. Yay! That's good. <laughs> I know the students are excited about that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk about uh, some of the shows and the first one is coming up September 30th, right? Absolutely. And we're going to kick off the season with the show on September 30th. It's a brand new group for us, but it pulls from some styles that we've had before. They're a group called Broadway's Next Hit Musical. And it's kind of a gimmick. They are an improv company. And unlike some of the other improv shows, instead of doing an evening of sketch comedy, their show is an improvised award show for musical theater. So they take asks from the audience and they create songs and dances like the Tony Awards from the audience suggestions on stage. Then the audience votes. And the second half of the show is they improvise and perform the musical that the favorite song was from. And so the audience gets to steer where the show goes for the evening. It includes a lot of Broadway style music and dance and comedy. um, and And it's looks like it's just a fabulous time we can't wait to see them always great when you get the audience to interact with the with the performers and uh, just get some more engaged 
And that feeling of really being there again, Mm -hmm. we thought would be really a nice way to start off. All right. So the other one then this fall is going to be when? On November the 11th. Our series is always a Thursday night performance. And on November the 11th, we have the group Rhythmic Circus coming back to town. They were last with us in 2015. And last time they were here, they did their signature show, which is called Feet Don't Fail Me Now. They're a tap dance company. This year, they're coming back, not only the tap dance group, but also their live band, and they're going to do a show called Holiday Shuffle, and it's going to be kind of an early start to all of the festivities in Chickasha that we see around the holidays in the winter. And then uh, three in the spring, starting in February. Yes. February the 17th, we have a group called the Peking Acrobats. They are coming back to us from China, and this group of 30 perform rhythmic gymnastics, they do cycling, they do stunts. In past years, we've had the Golden Dragon Acrobats perform for us. This group is actually the group that holds the world record in things like tallest chair stack and most complicated acrobatic stuff. So they're really cool. In fact, people who've seen the movie Ocean's Eleven, the acrobats who did the stunts for the break-ins in that movie were part of this company. And they've been 35 years yeah, this group's been at it. They're so. fantastic, and I'm really excited that they're touring. We were, we were worried about um, anytime you've got a whole lot of people in a bus traveling around, you wonder whether you're <laughs> going to get them there or not. Right. So we're really excited that they're coming next spring. Okay, then in March? In March, we've got two shows. The first is kind of the payoff for everybody who waited last year. Online last year, we introduced our audiences to a group called Harmonious Whale, They are a gypsy jazz trio, and they're fantastic. They performed live for the students of the Chickasha schools and brought the house down on the Internet. They're going to come back live on campus, and they're going to be one of the groups that we put in the ballroom and kind of have a pub-style evening where you can have a drink and you can have a snack, and they're going to play gypsy jazz Americana style, and they're wonderful people. Sounds amazing. Last show of the year is going to team up with the symposium on campus. Um, Our symposium is April 1st. The night before, on March 31st, we're going to welcome a group from Arkansas called Foreign Tongues. They are a spoken word, poetry slam, poetry performance group. And um, they promise to do a really interesting show that is not only spoken word performance, but they're going to team up with the literary club and with the poetry writing clubs and the classes on campus and include our students in part of what they do for the audience. So we're excited for them, too. Thanks for being with us on uh, this weekend for our cool conversation. Katie Davis is with us from the Science and Arts uh, Theater Division. Some something different you're doing uh, this year. You're still gonna, are you, you're letting students from across the county be able to attend for free. Absolutely. Right? So one of the things we found last year was that even though we were online, our attendance from young people, students on campus, and students in the community was way up. Maybe that was because they could turn on their computers, but I also think that being free helped a lot. So our goal this year is to continue having students and their families in the audiences. So all students, Grady County, K-12 through schools, are free at any performance. You do need to have a ticket ahead of time. We suggest that you order a student season ticket. And, of course, all of the science and art students enrolled on campus can get free tickets. They also need to subscribe and get a free season ticket. And that makes it more affordable that mom or dad or grandma or grandpa or great aunt or uncle can bring a group of kids and really have a great experience live in the performing arts. Um, 
So we're anxious to invite people to get families involved, to get young people involved in the performing arts. So how do we go about getting tickets? You go to usao.edu forward slash DWPAS for Davis Waldorf Performing Arts Series. On the website, there's a form where you can fill it out and order your tickets for students, adults, seniors. There is a discounted price for seniors or faculty or staff at the university. And once that goes through, that message comes to me and I'll send you your tickets. Sounds great. Looking forward to a great series that'll be starting here on September the 30th. So we've only got a couple of weeks, I guess, for those season tickets. But again, a limited number of uh, individual tickets will be available before each show. Absolutely. Right? Once we go through mm-hmm. our season ticket drive, up until the 30th of September, we give priority to season ticket holders. After that show, you can still order a season ticket and get the rest of the season. It would just be kind of a flat cost. Um, and then after that, it will only be single tickets as available for the shows in the spring. Are the tickets about the same for each show? All oh. tickets for adults are $15. We've continued to keep that price low because we want access and affordability. And senior tickets are $10 per show. And again, the season ticket is even a reduced price beyond that. So it's, it's a deal. Uh, much cheaper than uh, having to go to an, another venue to see uh, shows like that, for sure. sure. So you can, you can barely pay gas back and forth to OKC for a price of one of the tickets. So no doubt. It's nice to know people can be close to home in the evening and get this kind of professional performance right here in town. USAO.edu slash DWPAS for the... Davis Waldorf Performing Arts Series programs coming up. All right, let's shift our attention now to the university students and uh, excited. I know they're to be back on campus and ready to get things going, and I'm sure already getting things uh, ready for the coming year. So the first weeks back on campus, I think, are the busiest weeks for students in the performing arts because all of the ensembles are coming back together. I know Dr. Jan Hansen has her concert choir back together and are planning their concert for the fall. Our concert band is getting ready again. We have several ensembles performing this year. And I had the joy of getting to have auditions again for our fall production. Our play is coming up in November. We will actually perform the first weekend in November to coincide with our alumni weekend, Homecoming on Campus. Perfect. And this fall we're doing a Roman comedy called The Girl from Andros, um, which is like every sitcom you've ever seen in the world. It's moms and dads fighting about things and teenagers not agreeing with them, um, all the way from 2,000 years ago. But boy, some things never change. <laughs> okay, looking forward to that. And then in the spring, we got another performance, I guess? Or There'll be it? two performances from the theater right. department in the spring. Mm-hmm. I'm going to direct a contemporary American realist play. Um, I haven't picked the title yet, but I know it'll probably be Tennessee Williams. We haven't done that in a long time. I also have a guest director and instructor coming in. Um, Brent Knoll used to be the head of theater at OCCC. And he's going to come in as an adjunct in the spring. His specialty is in an area called theater of the oppressed. And he's going to do a workshop about that and lead a group of students in a performance based in that class, too. So lots of opportunities to see different stuff on our stage. Of course, we always have music department with performances. Senior recitals are always going on. Um, Art shows will be live and back on campus and in the Art Record Studio downtown. So it's just kind of awesome to see students creating and performing and together again. 
So talk about to the art wrecker. Is that about ready? To, is it open or is it about ready to be open? Do you know? You know, I'm not the professional on that. Okay. Um, I know they've been working really hard on that. They downtown. really have been. And the last thing I heard is that they thought it was pretty much ready to go. I know Jordan spends, uh, Professor Jordan spends yes. um, a lot of time. Jordan Vineyard is amazing. And she spends a lot of time with her students there. And just having the opportunity to have our students downtown and in the community and people being able to walk in places and see what we do is really exciting so um, doors are open again and it's it's nice to see folks and then the studio actually in davis hall yes we've got the nesbitt gallery i know that lane is talking about a series of things that will happen there um he was busy um this summer he was part of the group that entertained the students from the oklahoma art institute and i know that they were active in the gallery too so i'm sure he's got his own season up and ready to go Looking forward to a great season uh, for all the performing arts programs uh, at Science and Arts. So, Katie, thanks for coming today. We really appreciate it. I appreciate you, and I appreciate the support we've always had from Cool 105.5 and all of our community sponsors that keep us going. All right, so the Davis-Walder Performing Arts Series again starts September 30th. And again, the website to get tickets is usao.edu slash dwpas. And that's our Cool Conversation program for this week. Our thanks to Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma and its locations in Chickasha, Verdon, and Newcastle for helping us out with our program every week.